At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Voice of Sia Henry. This is a podcast you come to when you want to listen to a teacher's voice that will teach you something. Teacher Henry will speak or read out loud interesting contents to you. Some episodes will be in English and some will be in Burmese. The topics may vary from English language, learning techniques and education, to life experiences and personal development. Are you ready? Hello everyone! This is your host, Yao Henry, and I am so glad that you are listening to my podcast right now. And if you have been listening to my podcast over the past few weeks, you will know by now that I intend to deliver my episodes in English as well as in Burmese. I started with four episodes continuously in English, and then switch to Burmese in the next two episodes. So this week, I'm going to switch back to English so that you can practice your listening skill and get some ideas that you can use to improve your reading skill as well. But first, I want you to think about the ending of the previous episode. Do you remember that I described writing journal or diary regularly in English as an activity that can heal your mind and improve brain activity? Yeah? Good. Now, it's a good advice, yes, but if you are not used to thinking and writing in English, it would be a challenging task to work on. You might just stare at the blank page of your notebook and feel completely blank not knowing where to start. Well, in my experience, the driving factor behind output skill in language is the willingness to describe something. If you have nothing to think about or if you have no desire whatsoever to describe anything in your mind, 
there will be no writing or speaking. In a social situation, this problem can be easily overcome, as we human beings tend to ask questions about each other's life. There is a constant stimulation that makes you think about something and respond accordingly. But when you are trying to sit down alone and write a journal entry, nothing is stimulating you to start thinking unless some emotions are already set in your mind before picking up your pen and paper. And that's where many students struggle. So, my suggestion to overcome that problem is to read some stories before writing. That way, you always have something to think about as you write down, even if there was nothing special or memorable about that day. And that is why reading is important, not just for improving reading skill itself, but also for writing and speaking. Unfortunately, that's not the end of the problem. Usually, when students start to read English books such as novels, they often find themselves bored after a few chapters, and they start feeling too lazy to continue reading. Or sometimes they just feel burned out after the first few pages. It's quite a common problem for language learners, isn't it? Do you know why? Well, it's because many students tend to head for the heaviest piece of literature they can find and try to dive into that. In another word, they choose the wrong book. When someone reads a novel that has a much higher vocabulary range and complexity of sentence structure than he is capable of, he will definitely find it boring. Not surprisingly, feeling bored or sleepy happens to anyone who tries to keep doing what he or she can't really comprehend. But the main concern is that if bad experiences like that keep happening, it might lead to the worst-case scenario where the learner loses excitement for reading books. Well, that's quite a concern. So it's absolutely crucial to choose your novel wisely. My suggestion is that students should be able to comprehend at least 70 to 80% of the book they choose in terms of words, sentence structure, context, and cultural references. It's because comprehension comes in conjunction with these four factors. Now, I want you to note these four factors down on a piece of paper as I repeat these. Are you ready? Here it comes. Words, sentence structure, context, cultural references. Did you get that? Good. Whenever you feel stuck while reading something, it doesn't mean you are not good enough. It just means that 
you are missing one or more aspects from these four factors. As soon as you can figure out what you are missing, you'll be able to comprehend better. I promise. So don't worry about that too much. Okay? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com/purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. Ninety-three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com/podcast. That's Indeed.com/podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun—yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the Fileo Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. Now, let's assume that you have the right book in your hand and you are reading through that. I'm going to tell you about two ways you can read that book: extensive reading and intensive reading. Let me explain the difference between the two. Extensive reading is all about quantity. It doesn't focus on how deeply and accurately you understand a sentence or a paragraph. The purpose of extensive reading is to keep reading forward as further as you can with the limited knowledge you have. In another word, your goal in extensive reading is to focus mainly on the words and sentence structures that you have already learned elsewhere, and skip the ones you don't know. Now, the second way is to use intensive reading. With this one, you have to focus more on what you don't know or are not familiar with. Because the goal here is to acquire and understand as many new words and sentences as you thoroughly can. It's all about quality. So it's definitely more time-consuming and energy-demanding tasks than extensive reading, but it is also much more rewarding. Now you have two ways to read. 
What is my recommendation? Should students read extensively or intensively? Well, my recommendation is to use both, but you have to be smart about that. Okay, this is what you do. First of all, I want you to find out how long you can read extensively until your mind gets tired. Let's say you can read like that up to an hour. Note that number down. Then, on a different day, read these same pages, but this time with intensive reading, and observe how far you can go in one sitting without burning out. Let's say you can read intensively for thirty minutes. Note that number down. Now, what do we have? We have two sets of numbers, right? Sixty minutes for extensive reading and thirty minutes for intensive reading. What do we do with these numbers? Well, these are your upper limits for extensive reading and intensive reading. In another word, these are your breaking points. And when you go beyond your breaking points, you will break. And when you break, you will no longer enjoy the process of reading, and you will not come back for more the next day. And that's why it's so so important to know your limit. All right. Okay, now you know what your limits are. What do you think you should do? Well, if I were you, I would read thirty minutes with extensive reading first. And then I will repeat these same pages with intensive reading for about fifty minutes. Do you see where I'm going with this? I'm intentionally using only half of my mental energy on extensive reading, so that I can spend the other half on my intensive reading. Oh yeah, this way, even if I combine the time I gave for both. Extensive reading and intensive reading, the total does not exceed my upper limit of one hour. So I don't feel exhausted. As a result, I will always feel fresh to come back for another reading session. Okay, these numbers are just examples here. It doesn't have to be exactly the same as I suggested just now. You can always play around with your limits, like. Doing 45 minutes of extensive reading in the morning and 20 minutes of intensive reading at night—it's all up to you. The key here is to read below your upper limit so that you don't feel tired or completely depleted by each reading session, and that way you will always feel fresh to read again the next day. Simple, right? Okay, so in a nutshell. Whenever you decide to write diaries or journal, make sure you have something in your mind that you really want to describe on paper. If you don't have that, you will have a hard time with writing or speaking. And in such cases, you can think about a story you have recently read to generate ideas and emotions that can get you started. And when you decide to read something in English. You should always consider vocabulary, grammar, 
context and yeah cultural references always remember to find a balance between difficulty and interest while choosing what to read after that you have to experiment yourself to know your upper limit of extensive reading and upper limit of intensive reading then finally plan your reading sessions accordingly so that you don't get exhausted after each session well that's how you trick your mind when you intend to read long-form content such as English novels if you like this trick and want to figure out more tricks like this why don't you grab a book and experiment on your own right now you know experience is the best teacher they say you might find another way that suits you better or even become someone like me okay thank you so much for tuning into my podcast today it means a lot to me I hope you learned something from this episode and come back for more in future. Stay safe and healthy wherever you are. I will see you in the next one. Goodbye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.